So welcome back to This Week in Video Games, and this is the News Roundup, giving you all the latest video game news you need to know in just about 10 minutes. So if you find this useful, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on YouTube, and also your favourite podcast apps. Links are down below in the description and the show notes. Well, Happy New Year, so it's the 3rd of January 2022. Let's get into the news. Well, first up in the news today, Square Enix president knows people who play like to have fun and they dislike NFTs, but he wants them anyway. This one comes from Jonathan Balding, our PC gamer. Well, in a wide-ranging New Year's open letter, Square Enix president Yosoki Masuda has addressed the broad spectrum of technologies from the metaverse to cloud gameplay and also AI, but the majority of the letter focuses on a personal enthusiasm for blockchain tokens. While Matsuda doesn't explicitly say that Square Enix will put NFTs in any specific game, he does say that the company is keeping a close eye on the technology and will, in quote, ramp up our efforts to develop a business accordingly with an eye to potentially issuing our own tokens in the future. So most notably, Matsuda acknowledges that a lot of people do not like the idea of tiny, persistent microtransactions becoming a fundamental part of their games. I realise that some people who play like to have fun and who currently form the majority of players and they voice their reservations towards these new trends, and understandably so, he writes. Despite this, he's unreservedly enthusiastic about the idea about token economies, and they're going to provide people who play to contribute with an explicit incentive beyond such inconsistent personal feelings as goodwill and volunteer spirit. In short, Matsuda sees the creative contributions and user-generated content of gaming communities as something that's insufficiently systemized and presumably monetized. Well, despite these grandiose claims and desires, Matsuda doesn't provide any evidence or explanation of how blockchain and token technologies can actually implement his grand vision for a decentralized gaming or self-sustained gaming growth. Response to the letter on social media has taken on a predictably acerbic tone, with the majority of people who play to have fun loudly voicing their reservations in a diverse set of ways. So some note that the tokenization of gameplay will allow concepts like play to earn to take hold in the gaming industry, while others question the environmental impact on blockchain technologies. Others would like to remind everyone that the corporate vision of the metaverse is absolutely horse hockey. So in the letter, Matsuda only very briefly acknowledges one of these critiques, noting that we do observe examples here and there of overheated trading on NFT-based digital goods and somewhat speculative overtones, regardless of the observed value that this content provided. And this is obviously not an ideal situation. It's a very understated and perhaps naive way to describe the almost wholly speculative nature of the cryptocurrency in the NFT market. Masuda's letter is not abnormal in the space of large public corporations who want to be seen by investors as keeping up with the latest what might affect their field, you can read the entire letter on the Square Enix corporate website. Well, next up in the news today, the Tomb Raider trilogy is free on the Epic Game Store, and this one comes from Blake Hester out of Game Informer. So the Tomb Raider reboot trilogy is available for free at the moment on the Epic Game Store, so between now and January the 6th, so you've still got three days to get it, you'll be able to grab the Game of the Year edition of 2013's Tomb Raider, 2015's Rise of the Tomb Raider, the 20-year celebration, and the 2018 definitive edition of Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So while the Tomb Raider trilogy is the biggest name in Epic's free library right now, there are several games being sold for up to half price during the storefront's holiday sale. That includes Kenner, Bridge of Spirits, Red Dead Redemption 2, Far Cry 6, and also Cyberpunk 2077. I can definitely recommend three out of those four. 
Sorry about that, Far Cry 6. Well, if you're on the fence about whether or not you should pick up the new Tomb Raider games, check out the Game Informer reviews, and you can find that over at GameInformer.com. So I try to make it a regular thing every week. Check into the Epic Games Store and get the free games, but the fact you're getting three free games here is a really, really fantastic deal. I mean, there's nothing to lose. You can just put them in your library. You don't even have to play them, and you could always play them later. We're talking about good deals. The Steam Winter Sale is on. This one comes from Ed Nightingale out of Eurogamer. So the Steam Winter Sale is on until the 5th of January 2022. So again, you've still got two days left of that one. So it's that time of the year to go trawling through your wishlist and grab any discounted games and add to your 2021 backlog. And there's some big savings across a number of franchises from Final Fantasy to Resident Evil to Yakuza, Hitman, Assassin's Creed and plenty more. There's also loads of savings on indie games too, like Hades, Loop Hero, Ickenfell, Dicey Dungeons, Crosscode, and a whole load more. PC gamers can also check out the Epic Games Store Holiday Sale and the GOG Winter Sale for further discounts. There's loads of discounts out there at the moment, and Sony has also launched its Winter Sale on the PlayStation, and also Xbox is running a countdown sale too, so now is a fantastic time to get a really good deal on some games. Well, next up in the news today, so Valorant Game Director is giving up the mantle to work on a new project to Riot, and this one comes from Wesley LeBlanc out of Game Informer. So Riot Games' Joe Ziegler is saying goodbye to his role as Valorant's Game Director to work on something new at the studio. This news comes by way of a new post made by Ziegler on the official Riot website in which he discussed his last eight years there. So he reveals that Valorant, which was officially released last year, is something he's been working on for eight years as the Game Director and that now it's his time to move on. Yes, with a full heart of gratitude and deep excitement, I come to you today with news, Ziegler writes. After eight years of working on Valorant, building out from the ground up, with a team of dedicated and passionate developers who've worked tirelessly to serve you all with the respect and admiration that you deserve, I'm giving up the mantle of director of the Valorant tactical shooter for my good friend Andy Ho. Ziegler said that Ho is someone who has put many years of work into Valorant, as well as his dedication to the tactical shooter sets high standards of inspiration for developers of the game. Now, Ziegler said he's also confident that Ho's time as the new director will see Valorant grow and evolve year over year to become even better than what I could imagine it to be. Well, as for Ziegler, he's going to be staying on at Riot, but he's starting something new, wink wink, secret secret, in the hope that we can even scratch the surface the amazing impact that Valorant has already had so far. Now that could mean any number of things, perhaps he's working on a game for Riot in a genre as popular that the studio hasn't touched yet, much like Valorant was a success in the tactical shooter genre, dominated by the likes of Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Perhaps it means he's working on a new game set in the same universe as Valorant. Only time will tell. Well, finally, in the news today, The Witcher Season 2 created another big spike in The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. And this one comes from Jonathan Balding, our PC gamer. So the release of Season 2 of The Witcher series on Netflix has kicked off another spree of interest in the last game to feature Geralt, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, spiking to a high of over 71,000 daily concurrent users. So the release of Season 1 in 2019 kicked off a spike of players that reached higher than the game's launch day in 2015, with over 100,000 concurrent players. Well, a spike of 71,000 doesn't quite reach that launch peak, which was over 92,000, but it does continue to impress that now over six-year-old single-player PC game continues to attract so many concurrent players. You know, perhaps people are picking up or returning to it, you know, having just watched Season 2. Anyway, as far as video game shows go, it makes you wonder if popularity could work in the other direction. 
you know, could we get a Rad Witcher prequel game with Michelle Yeoh? If that turns out popular, maybe? It's hard to say, as that would probably involve complex legal wrangling between Netflix and CD Projekt about those notoriously complicated video game rights. Well, either way, I expect when Season 3 releases, this will happen again, you know, hopefully by then the delayed Witcher 3 Next Generation upgrade will be out, and the game will look a little bit more, you know, 2023, 2024, yeah, we'll see when that happens. Well, that is it for the video game news today. Thank you so much for watching or listening. For more video game news content like this, like, subscribe, and share with a friend. To join our community, check out the Discord link in the description. You can follow me on Twitter at TWIVGPodcast. You know, this week in video games is also a Patreon. You can find out more on patreon.com forward slash this week in video games. We can sign up for more rewards like early access to the podcast, get your name in the credits of videos, as well as exclusive content, special Discord roles, and also community features too. Check out the links down below there in the description or the show notes for more information. Well, thanks again. I'll see you soon.